Welcome back to For You and For Me, the podcast of Monsignor Kieran Harrington's Sunday homilies. This past Sunday was the first Sunday of Advent. The first reading is an excerpt from Isaiah's prayer for the return of God's favor. The second reading is Paul sending words of thanksgiving and praise to God in his first letter to the Corinthians. And the gospel reading is Mark's recounting of Jesus impressing upon his disciples the need for watchfulness. Monsignor starts out by echoing the sentiments of the gospel reading and reminds us that this Advent season we are not preparing for the baby Jesus to come, but for his second coming. Monsignor reminds us how fleeting life is for us on earth, making it so important for us to be in right relationship with God. Jesus' coming is what has fulfilled this and what will continue to fulfill this. Apologies in advance. The first couple sentences of Monsignor's homily were cut off in this recording, but you get enough of it to catch both bookends of his homily. You're not living in the present moment. You're living in some future moment, which means that you fail to recognize the beauty of everything that is going around you. And we know that we do this because when you're working, you say, boy, don't I miss college. And when, you're wor- and when you're retired, you say, I really wish I was still getting up and going to work or seeing people and engaged. And so always kind of having these regretful moments as we're anticipating what's going to happen in the future. Then we get to the future and we're looking back and saying, I wish I had recognized what I had at that moment. This is the nature of Advent for us. When we think about Advent, Advent is a preparation not for the coming of the baby Jesus in the creche. It's not what we're preparing for, the coming of the baby Jesus in the creche. Jesus has come 2,000 years ago. What we're preparing for, what we're waiting for, is that Jesus is going to come again. This then becomes important for us because it enables us to take a look at the circumstances of our own life. It's not simply looking at a past event. We're recognizing that Jesus is coming. And when he comes, he is going to do something for us. You're here at the very end of Isaiah's, the prophet Isaiah, the very end of the prophet Isaiah. And isn't it beautiful the way the prophet kind of describes these things about how what is prepared for us despite our own sinfulness despite our own frailty in the Isaiah is reflecting on the fact that the people of Israel have been unfaithful and still God is faithful to them St. Paul reminds us that God is faithful and so what we might think about this moment of advent is a pregnancy In a pregnancy, when a woman is pregnant, that child is a part of the family even though they have not entered the family. Something which is already, but not yet. This is the period for us, a pregnant moment in history. We're waiting in joyful anticipation of something that is to come. And yet, sometimes that is also fraught with all sorts of complications, regrets, and difficulties, isn't it? That is what our life is like here. We can think about all the sorts of disruptions that are a part of our life so that we don't, we fail to live in the moment, to appreciate the things that are taking place right in front of us. Today we are also remembering the year anniversary of Caden Polios. And if you think about Caden, 
was a little child, not even a year, who was taken from her family and brought to God. If you think for a moment about the loss of a child and the great suffering that that involves, a suffering which even though a year has passed does not diminish. And yet each moment with Caden was a moment that is treasured. This is what we recognize now because Caden is gone. But while Caden was with us, difficult to see. This then reminds us about the fragility of life. Our life is fragile. It's a precious gift to be treasured at each moment. And so if we can think about how fleeting life is, we don't simply live in the future. We live at this moment and are appreciative for the moment. No one ever wants to lose a child. This is the greatest suffering that can be inflicted on a person's heart. Because as any parent will tell you, that when a child is born, they say, I love my husband, I love my wife, I love my parents, but this one is special. All of a sudden, love bursts in a different and a unique way, and you can't, it's inexplicable of why I love this person. Inexplicable. And yet, if you were to ask any parent who had a child and lost a child, despite the enormity of the suffering, every parent is grateful that that child was in their life because that child transforms their life. And the truth of the matter is, is that when a child's life concludes, we know that the relationship with that child does not end. A family of two does not become a family of one because the child is still with us. Because our relationship is not simply a physical relationship, but is a relationship that endures throughout all of time and space. This is the nature of what we believe in the communion of saints. And so as we think about this period of Advent, we think about this period of coming, that Jesus is coming. What is Jesus doing as he is coming? He's coming to judge the world, but it's not simply to judge the world. He's coming to set the world correct. He's coming to set all things correctly. We know that the world becomes unhinged because of the sin of our first parents. Our first parents, their sin, their rejection of God, cast us out. And so what is it? We are cast out of the Garden of Eden. And so what do we have? We have a life of toil, of pain, and suffering. And each of us experience these pain and suffering and lack of comfort to greater or lesser degrees. There's a disruption. 
that has occurred. And so we think about the peace that Jesus brings, a fourfold peace. And it's important for us to keep in mind the fourfold peace that Christ initiates. It is peace with God. The Prince of Peace is coming. He establishes peace with God. Think for a moment about, am I in right relationship with God? Sometimes I'm not in right relationship with God because of my sin. Kind of turn away from God. Sometimes I'm not in right relationship with God because I feel I've been abandoned by God. Sometimes I'm not in right relationship with God because I'm angry with God. Sometimes I'm not in right relationship with God because he just doesn't figure into my plans. He's not really relevant to me right at the moment. But Christ is coming to establish right relationship with God. Secondly, we know that Christ is coming to establish right relationship with our neighbors. Take a look at the world today and we think about the great disruption. Disruption we feel in our own country. You were home for Thanksgiving. Think about how many people might have had arguments at the dinner table, especially if they would have brought up politics. There'd be great frustration about particular issues, this issue or that issue. We think about how there is great disruption with our neighbor in our families, but internationally. We think about the situation that we face with North Korea at the present moment and how it is possible even, despite the fact that we don't really think about it too often, that our nation could go to war with another nation and that would involve nuclear weapons. Disruption. Disruption about people in housing. Think about our own community, where all of a sudden it's $3,500 to get an apartment, and people feel like they're getting pushed out. I can't afford to live here anymore. Disruption. People who are concerned about their health insurance, people who are concerned about their pension, people who are concerned about the daily living of life and the tensions that causes within our communities. These are real challenges for us. Jesus comes to bring about peace with our neighbors. Think about the peace that we're waiting for that Jesus comes to bring about with his creation. You know, it's funny, as a, a kid, there was not a real big effort to recycle. Now everybody is recycling, right? And any one of us can think to about the earth and we're concerned about our carbon footprint. We're concerned about the environment. How are we living in right relationship with God's creation? This is a challenge for us. And so we think for a moment about elephants and their tusks and the desire that we have to almost make extinct a species so that we could have this precious resource? Are we living in right relationship with God's creation? And lastly, we think about ourselves. Am I living in right relationship with myself? Think for a moment about how many of us feel there is a war raging inside of us. To everybody, we go about our business and they think we're placid or calm. They think we're successful. They think we got it all together. But we know there's the war that rages inside of us. 
a lack of peace in our heart. This is the circumstance our world faces. And when we fail to recognize the present moment, that's what creates all the anxiety for tomorrow. See, Jesus is reminding us that we have to stay and wait. Wait for his coming. And when he comes, he will place us in right relationship with God, with our neighbor, with our creation, and ourselves. And then all the lack of peace that we experience, all that lack of peace will be diminished because the world has been set right again. Today, in this, the first Sunday of Advent, we're celebrating something that has already happened. As Christians, we believe that this relationship has already been established. Jesus Christ, God, has become a man, has suffered and died, and has risen. The bonds of sin are broken. Death is no more. We believe that death is no more. Yes, my body may not be here like this anymore, but my life changes, it doesn't end. And yet the fact is, is that I'm still stuck in this place. And I'm seeing how it's kind of working itself out in my own life. And that requires faith and trust in something that I know has happened, but I haven't seen it made manifest in my life yet. Today, we celebrate waiting. In my life, there's too much anticipation. I sometimes hate waiting in traffic, even though by failing to recognize what's happening in the traffic, I fail to recognize what's going on in the world around me, in my community in which I live. I hate sitting in the doctor's office, and yet I fail to recognize that that's an opportunity for encounter with the other people who are waiting for the doctor, but also for a moment of reflection. When I was in college, I couldn't wait to get a job. When I was a job, I can't wait to retire. Think about the moment that we're in, and to recognize God's presence and power in this moment. And when we can do this, the kingdom begins to usher itself in a little bit more in your life and in mine. May God bless you. I think we can all take that to heart. The next time we find ourselves with unexpected downtime, let's make it count. Engage with someone and be in that moment, or engage with yourself and God and reflect. This show is brought to you by DeSales Media Group. Ask us questions by tweeting at MonsignorH or by emailing podcast at desalesmedia.org. Seriously, ask them. We've only got a couple of episodes left. Until next time, for Monsignor Karen Harrington, I'm Dave Plisky, and these are his words to live by, for you and for me.